What is the Heather Ashton Benzodiazepine Withdrawal Manual, and how can it help me to quit benzos? You can quit benzodiazepines with proper coaching and medical guidance. It is possible to quit benzos, but it is not always easy. The best way to get started is to see your doctor and ask about a gradual taper. There are many additional therapies that can help along the way. Acupuncture, Reiki massage, hypnotherapy, or hypnosis, yoga, mindful meditation, breath work, and developing a spiritual connection are all helpful. Doctors are able to generate slow taper schedules that allow your brain and body to adjust to less benzodiazepines over time. This gives your neurons a chance to recover gradually. They learn to function normally without the presence of benzodiazepines. Fortunately, there is help for doctors to establish a safe and effective program of benzodiazepine tapering. The Ashton Manual provides extensive information about the effects and dangers of benzos, and it covers tapering guidelines for many different benzos. Long-term benzodiazepine users are at risk for having withdrawal symptoms if they cut back too quickly. There is not necessarily a need for going to a benzodiazepine addiction treatment center or benzo addiction rehab center. The issue is not typically addiction, it is physical dependence. Can benzodiazepines be addictive? Yes, but most users are simply dependent, not addicted. Benzodiazepine dependence is not the same as benzodiazepine addiction or benzodiazepine abuse. Over the decades in which benzodiazepines have been available by prescription to the public, many people have developed physical dependence on a prescribed benzodiazepine. This class of prescription drug is used to treat symptoms such as stress, anxiety, anxiety disorder, and panic disorder. Additionally, there are other medical uses for the benzodiazepine class. For example, there is Ativan for seizures, and Restoril, which is considered to be the best benzodiazepine for sleep. Unfortunately, when patients try to quit or cut back on their benzo medication, they often experience severe withdrawal symptoms. Benzodiazepine withdrawal may cause insomnia, anxiety, stomach problems, and even seizures may occur. Why would a person want to quit their prescribed benzodiazepine? There are significant side effects that may occur with extended benzo use. For example, retrograde amnesia, depression, and other mental health issues or mental disorders. Side effects and adverse reactions may occur right away, or they may take months or years to occur. Another reason a person may want to quit is if they are pregnant or planning to become pregnant. Rather than looking for the safest benzodiazepine in pregnancy, they may, instead, choose to taper off of their prescribed benzo. Some people have concerns about long-term consequences of benzodiazepine use. Experts have warned that there is possibly an increased risk of dementia with extended benzo consumption. While some people want to quit benzos because of a side effect or adverse reaction, others simply feel that they no longer need them. Maybe at one time, it helped to take Xanax or Valium for a panic attack, but not the person has developed other strategies for handling anxiety exacerbations. Can benzodiazepines cause addiction? This is a good question. Most people develop a physical dependence when they take benzos for long periods, but very few are truly addicted. Addiction is self-harming behavior involving cravings and compulsions. While not common, there are cases of benzo addiction. There are people that do use drugs, such as diazepam, alprazolam, clonazepam, or lorazepam in an addictive manner. 
When we think of prescription drug addiction, we think more of drugs such as oxycodone or Adderall. These Schedule II narcotics have high abuse potential compared to the benzodiazepines, which are Schedule IV. The benzodiazepines are considered to have a relatively low abuse potential. Still, there are cases where a person may take large amounts of benzo compulsively. Fortunately, this type of benzodiazepine abuse is somewhat uncommon. What is the best way to do a benzodiazepine taper? Decades ago, the British psychopharmacologist, Dr. Heather Ashton, worked with hundreds of patients whom had developed benzodiazepine dependence. In her dedication to the subject, she began work on the Ashton Manual, a guide to help doctors to help their patients gradually reduce benzodiazepines, with a goal of quitting the medication completely. When people first look into how to stop taking these meds, they may have the idea that there is a fast detox available at the local benzodiazepine withdrawal clinic, or a way to come off of their benzo in a short time. Unfortunately, for many people, there is no fast and easy solution. The best way to stop taking benzos is to do a long and slow taper. Dr. Ashton put into writing detailed suggestions on how to do a slow benzo taper. What are the essential components of the Ashton method? Basically, Dr. Ashton recommended that patients make a gradual transition from their original benzo to diazepam. Why diazepam? Diazepam, also known as Valium, is milder than many other benzos, with a significantly lower potency. It also has a longer half-life than most other benzos. Another advantage of Valium is that it is available in smaller dosage increments. There is a 2 mg tablet available, which allows for a more gradual reduction in dosage over time. How, exactly, is Valium supposed to help someone get off of benzos? Valium was once the most popular benzodiazepine. It has been around longer than most others, and when it was a new brand, it was heavily advertised. Only Librium, also known as chlorodiazepoxide, is older than Valium. These original benzos were created by the pharmaceutical company, Hoffman La Roche, known now as Roche. The branded Valium tablet had a punched-out letter V in the middle, and was easily recognizable. Because Valium has such a long history, being used throughout much of the 1960s and after, it also has a reputation. Most people probably do not associate Valium with being the benzo that can be used to get people off of other benzos. In fact, when drug companies come up with newer drugs in the benzodiazepine class, they hope to escape the reputation and history of the older benzos. Xanax, released almost 20 years after Valium, must have seemed futuristic in the advertising propaganda. It works faster, it's more potent, and it has a much shorter half-life. Xanax sounds great on paper. It gets in fast, gets out, and does its job without having to take high milligram dosages. The fact is that these qualities make it more habit-forming than Valium, and harder to quit. Valium is milder and has a longer half-life, compared to most other benzos. According to Dr. Ashton's charts in the Ashton Manual, Xanax 1 mg is equal to Valium 20 mg. So, people who take even the lowest Xanax dosage of 0.25 mg are still taking a significant dose of Xanax, the equivalent of half of a Valium 10 mg tablet. When you look at it that way, and knowing that Valium 10 mg is a significant amount of Valium, you can see how the pharmaceutical industry surreptitiously introduced a super potent benzo in the early 80s, 
and presented it as being superior in every way. The long half-life of Valium helps also. Xanax works fast, giving the user an effect of relaxation very quickly. Yet, it wears off quickly as well, allowing the rebound anxiety to return, making the user feel as if they need to take more Xanax. Valium, on the other hand, stays much longer, making it possible to take fewer doses and not go into benzo withdrawal so quickly. So, the low potency and long-lasting nature of Valium become advantages in the Ashton method. If you were to examine the many charts in the Ashton method, these tables show examples of gradual conversions from the current benzo to Valium. Her belief was that it was not right to force the patient to make a sudden change to only Valium, even if the dosage was equivalent. Taking clonopin, or clonazepam, as an example, if clonazepam half a milligram is the same as Valium 10 milligrams, and a patient takes clonopin half a milligram three times daily, Dr. Ashton recommends starting out by replacing half of the evening clonazepam dosage with Valium 5 milligrams. Over a long period, Valium gradually replaces the other benzodiazepine, and is itself reduced in small increments. The foundation of the Ashton method is to reduce very gradually, by no faster than 5% of the total per reduction. Can other medications help with the withdrawal symptoms? The idea of using another medication to ease the discomfort of quitting benzos is a sensitive and controversial topic. What if the benzo is replaced by another drug that is also difficult to quit? What if the other drug has a withdrawal syndrome if it is discontinued too quickly? And, what if it has new side effects to worry about? Many people in the benzodiazepine tapering support community are against the idea of using other meds to help with the taper process. In many cases, they are also against the use of specific supplements as well. For example, a family doctor or psychiatrist may think that prescribing an antidepressant is a good idea for the patient who is tapering off of a benzo. Many antidepressants help with anxiety, so, it makes logical sense. Some antidepressant options include various selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, such as Prozac, Paxil, Zoloft, Celexa, or Lexapro. Some of these meds have FDA approval for treating anxiety as well as depression. The issue with taking an SSRI is that they typically have potentially serious withdrawal symptoms if quit too abruptly. It may seem like replacing one problem with an entirely new problem. What about sleeping pills for benzo withdrawal insomnia? A common question people ask when they are trying to quit benzos is what they can do to get to sleep at night. As you can imagine, insomnia is a common symptom of benzo withdrawal. What about Ambien, Sonata, or a similar non-benzo sleeping pill? Unfortunately, using one of these newer sleep aids is not a great idea. The problem is that these hypnotic sleep drugs are close relatives of the benzodiazepines. It is possible to become dependent on the sleep med and to develop problems from long-term use. Using a sleeping medication, like Ambien, is not a good solution for benzo insomnia. What about a more natural supplement, such as melatonin, or chamomile? These natural products may actually work for some people to help them get to sleep, as they are tapering to lower and lower dosages of their prescribed benzodiazepine. Other natural supplements that may help with sleep include magnesium threonate, apigenin, and theanine. Is withdrawing from Xanax more difficult than withdrawal from other benzodiazepines? Withdrawing from Xanax is unpleasant, 
yet tapering off of Xanax is possible. The withdrawal from Xanax is complicated by the fact that Xanax is a very short-acting benzo. The key to avoiding an unpleasant Xanax withdrawal is to gradually transition to a longer-acting benzo, and to reduce the dosage very slowly. Xanax withdrawal symptoms can come on very quickly, but by switching to a longer-acting benzo, as a substitute for Xanax, the taper process goes more smoothly, without the frequent symptoms of Xanax withdrawal to worry about. Withdrawal schedules are provided for many benzos in Professor Ashton's manual. Whether it is clonopin versus Ativan, or one of many other benzos, Professor C. Heather Ashton covered all the major benzodiazepines, giving clear guidelines for how to taper safely and gradually. Is the Ashton Manual Benzodiazepine Taper Protocol a form of addiction treatment? While benzo abuse does occur, it is fairly rare. Abusing benzodiazepine drugs is an entirely different issue, yet most people who want to quit benzos take them as directed, but they have developed a physical dependence. Many people, doctors included, confuse physical dependence with addiction. Long-term benzodiazepine use nearly always leads to physical dependence, but not drug addiction. Rehab for benzo addiction is not necessary in most cases. The solution is simply to follow a very slow taper schedule. Is there a benzodiazepine detox near me that can help? Again, there is no fast and easy quick fix for benzodiazepine dependence. The solution is a slow and gradual taper. Coaching and support are also important. Words matter. What a person says in helping someone to quit benzodiazepines can make all of the difference. Positive reinforcement and reassurance are critical in ensuring success. Sleep disturbances, rebound anxiety, upset stomach, and general malaise can all occur during the process. While gradual tapering makes benzodiazepine withdrawal more tolerable, it is not always easy. Having a doctor who is prepared to work closely with you and talk you through every step can make all of the difference. A doctor who listens to you with caring, empathy, and understanding will help you to work through the process, finding new solutions to make the journey easier and more fulfilling. You can quit benzodiazepines and get past the benzodiazepine withdrawal. Your brain will heal with time, allowing you to move on with your life.